Danny Chip on the flow, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick. We had a, a trio of races. Two of them were in Atlanta, one of them was in mid Ohio. Did you end up going? I, I did not. I couldn't get anybody to go. I actually uh, I got looped into going to a uh, Billy Joel concert. And I get Billy Joel and uh, Elton John mixed up. I was waiting for him to play Benny the Jets, and he never did. So I had my lighter up. And <laughs> I turned it off because he disappointed me. But, yeah. So, yeah, I was in Motown. All right. Yeah. A little last-minute thing. The uh, The tickets were originally pre-COVID, so. Oh. We were supposed to see 68-year-old uh, Billy Joel. Instead, we saw 70-year-old uh, getting closer to the end. <laughs> He's the one that sings Piano Man, right? He does. And oddly, he at 9 o'clock on a Saturday, the concert still hadn't started yet. <laughs> at like 9.05, because that's the words from the song. I don't know if you remember the song. Yeah. But most NASCAR people don't like Billy Joel, so let's get into this. Yeah, let's get into the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. Uh, Pre-race, so uh, qualifying was rained out, so we used the formula. And then they also tell us that the yellow line, which actually is red, is in effect. So yeah, that was stupid. Confusing. It should be the red. red. Like, I was looking the whole race for the yellow line. Uh, and then, uh, so qualifying was rained out. Uh, so that means uh, Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain were on row one. Uh, Larson and Reddick, row two. Austin Sendrick and Ryan Blaney uh, on row three. Once we get started, and Chase Elliott gets out in front of Ross Chastain from the go. And then we see something a little odd, and that was Kyle Larson and Austin Sendrick both uh, got a little loose. Uh, both of them dropped back to the pack, and we didn't really see much of either one of them until well, later well, on in the race. It, it Larson, Larson didn't seem to have full power. Yeah, he had seven pistons going, but uh, he got out of it, and Cindric actually saved a big one that would have wiped out thirty cars from the field. Uh, he got out of it, and uh, instead of plowing into Larson, he saved the big one from happening on lap one, which would have been it would chaotic. Have been, the ending would have been like cars. It would have been the just Lightning McQueen and the. Zippy McZippy or whatever the other guy's name is. I was going to say Talladega Nights where there's no cars left and you're just oh, running to the yeah. finish line. Uh, but then we see uh, Ross Chastain. He takes the lead on lap three. He leads the next 18 laps. And then Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott helped Denny Hamlin uh, get in the lead on lap 22. But then we see Blaney get it on lap 24. And then right before the competition caution on lap 25, it's Chase Elliott who takes the lead. Uh, and then all hell breaks loose on pit row. Uh, during the competition caution yeah just pit stops this year the i thought they would have everything set by now they don't like no one knows what's going on we need to get uh pat gray on uh on the talk about what's going on with these pit stops we had truck speeding which he always does that i mean <laughs> he got stopped 69,420 times bubba wallace misses his pit stop he backs it up to meet his new crew Daniel Suarez did the same thing. Austin Sindrick and Ricky Stenhouse, they both have really long stops. And then Larson, as we said, he wasn't hitting on all cylinders, so he has to go under the hood. And then uh, Christopher Bell was blocked trying to get into his pits. So 
all those guys just really bad pit stops. Yeah, and then once we get going, Chase Elliott uh, leading the way. He did not come into pit after the competition caution. He dominates for the next 26 laps. And then Ryan Blaney briefly grabs a lead uh, on lap 51. Uh, but then Elliott is able to pass him for the final seven laps of the stage. He captures a stage one win, followed by Bowman, Chastain, uh, Blaney, and Byron. Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Denny Hamlin. Kyle Larson ends up finishing ninth, and then Christopher Bell uh, rounds out the top ten. So do they uh, They do like a mini bell ring? or si- little, No, sirene. Do they do a mini sirene? <laughs> I think uh, for the stage win, someone should have kicked Rutledge Wood in the junk. <laughs> for the stage win. And he would have made a siren noise. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would have been louder than the siren. Yeah. <laughs> siren. Siren, sorry. Uh, at stage two, we see Tyler Reddick and Martin Truex Jr. They do two tire pit stops. So they move up uh, 10 and 22 spots, respectively. Uh, Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick on the front row. Uh, Reddick is able to get the lead before Bell pushes Truex out to the lead on lap 70. Uh, and then Bad Luck Bush or his uh, bad luck continues lap 79. Uh, BJ McLeod gets loose, takes out Ty Dillon and Busher. Yeah, just one of those seasons. They can't get uh, things going straight. Uh, I think they're going to get in, though. I think he's going to win a race here. And that's going to, that's going to, uh, screw Christopher Bell and his crappy pit crew that he was handed. Um, lap 84 restart, Truex and Bell out front, the uh, JGR cars working together. Truex gets a push from Blaney, but uh, lap 87, Elliott out front uh, after Blaney attempted to take the lead in that one awry. Well, lap 91, we get a big one. Oh, yeah. A Ross Chastain, who has seems like no friends on the track, he turns Martin Truex Jr., who then in turn collects Austin Dillon, Joey Logano, Michael McDell, Kyle Larson, and Christopher Bell. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, though, the big ones used to actually knock cars out for the race. We'll see a couple yep. of cars back uh, later on in the, uh, in the podcast. We, who's in the lead now? Oh, Harrison Burton, he doesn't come into pit, so he's the leader. And many are wondering, will Woodbros get their number 100? I don't know, because I don't know if you know they're at 99 right now. They've, yeah, and some people have been saying it's been quite a long time that they've been on 99. Yeah. Uh, and then, so Austin Dillon comes out of the care center because his day's done, and he says, quote, looks like we were a casualty of Ross Chastain again, end quote. Uh, yeah. And this isn't the only time that he's going to piss somebody off, but uh, sooner or later, somebody's going to kick his ass, right? Yeah, that was a really good performance. That performance in the interview, almost as good as his performance in the hit TV show, The Crew. <laughs> Kevin or uh, Life of uh, Life in the Fast Lane or whatever it's called. Not seen an episode yet. Yeah, I just saw the commercial 400 times during the race. Uh, anyway, you have, so we restart on lap 99. Stenhouse and Burton are on the front row. Stenhouse leads lap 99 and 100 before Burton takes the lead for five laps. And on lap 102, we get the first Wood Brothers 99 wins reference since Daytona. I think since Daytona, because he led quite a few laps at Daytona. So um, he's, I thought he would be better this year. Yeah. Because um, I don't but, think he's been an upgrade for Matt DiBendetto. Although we've seen how poorly he's done in the trucks. But he's on the Warrackley truck. They're not the greatest team, <laughs> if they're listening. 
Um, anyhow, a lap one, <laughs> 106, William Byron, who was dominant here in March, gets out to the lead. There was a smart person that picked him to win. Who was that? Oh, that was you. You can't uh, see because we're not, we're not video yet. When are we getting this YouTube channel going? Uh, probably next year. All right, yeah. <laughs> both alive. Uh, Chris Busher, two laps later on lap 108, he blows a right front. He's done for the day. Uh, 22 laps later, Byron's still out in front. Uh, and then Ricky Stenhouse is crazy loose. He tumbles down to 18th. Hamlin also drops down to 17th. Yeah, it was weird. Stenhouse looked so good there early on in the race, and he's known as, like, you put out the names Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse, Michael McDowell. They're usually the ones that are uh, good at super speedways, and this is a mini super speedway. Just to see him get crazy loose, and he had no – like, every time he hit a bump, his car would – you could see it goes, like, sideways. So I wouldn't have been racing. I would have shut it down myself, but, he, you know. Ricky uh, lap, lap. Senior taught him differently. Yeah. Uh, lap 137, Briscoe. You think his dad's nickname was Recky Spinhouse Senior? <laughs> yeah. Uh, does dad even race? I don't know. I just <laughs> need to look that up for the next one. But then uh, our friend, a uh, friend of a friend, Chase Briscoe, he spins out on lap 137, brings out the yellow. We restart on lap 143 with 18 to go in the stage. It's Reddick and Byron. They're battling. Reddick leads until seven to go in the stage when uh, Chase Elliott gets by. Uh, and then Alex Bowman, when the, uh, when the white flag waves in stage two, he blows a right rear tire. He goes into the wall. Yeah, and that's the same tires blowing that we saw early uh, earlier in the year. So I don't know if we don't see it as much. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they got it fixed, but some people haven't gotten it fixed. Yeah. So Elliot it wins. It was happening like four. What? What's that? It was happening like four times a race. Yeah. Earlier in the year. What was the one that it was like Kansas, I think, where it was terrible? Yeah. Uh, so Elliot wins the stage under yellow. He's followed by Tyler Raddick, Brad Keselowski, Ryan Blaney, and Kurt Bush in the top five. Looks like Keselowski might have a nice finish. Uh, in the day, Christopher Bell, Harrison Burton, William Byron, Ross Chastain, and Corey LaJoy uh, round out the top 10. As we head to the final stage, we see Stenhouse. He goes to the garage. Uh, and then with 91 to go, uh, Zarek Jones is taking the lead. We get a big one. And it's uh, Garrett Smithley getting out of the gas. He gets hit by Reddick, Ty Dillon, William Byron, Todd Gilliland. Uh, and I don't think they knew what Garrett Smithley's name was. Well, it's funny because they were talking about Garrett Smithley. Like, Two minutes earlier before the accident but then once the accident happened they showed the replay 69,420 times garrett smithley's new nickname is the number 15 because they did or the 15 because they just kept calling him the 15 they they named every other driver they'd be like oh yeah ty dillon and oh there's william byron there's todd gillen and the 15 and todd gillen was running pretty well at least uh, early on in the race so bad luck for him, they restart with 84 to go, and Chastain and Eric Jones are battling side-by-side side for three laps until Ross is able to take the lead. And then I thought this was kind of funny, 72 to go. We get some shitty Toyota commercial in the NASCAR side-by-side, side, and then we get a yellow flag. Come to find out, it's like Kyle Busch, Cody Ware, and some other Rick Ware racing car that, like, no one knows what happened. 
but like Kyle Bush just like spins out and then out of nowhere, like Cody Ware spinning out on the back stretch and like no one's around him. Yeah, and they only had one very bad camera angle that showed <laughs> after the incident. So we still don't know what happened. Oh, I think it was Landon Castle that was with him. Yeah, that was a, yeah. Uh, so it could have been, we don't know. Ross Chastain might have caused it. <laughs> it was just, and then like, uh, what did Kyle Bush was bitching about it on the radio when he was like pitting? He was like, oh, I guess if you're just racing back there, anything goes. Like, okay, your day was done anyway. But I just thought it was funny that like you don't see any contact between Bush and Cody Ware, and then one spinning out, and then Cody Ware just like loses all control on the back end. Uh, but then we uh, see a new leader. Corey LaJoy goes a no-tire pit stop to get out front. Uh, and they restart with 66 to go. LaJoy's out front. He controls for seven laps until Elliott uh, dives to the bottom with a push from Ross Chastain. Uh, everybody in the crowd is going nuts. <laughs> That's not what I typed. <laughs> uh, and then Corey LaJoy does the same exact thing the next lap. Yeah, it was. It, this was getting intense. It was just back and forth. And it really, at this point, it is a mini Talladega. Like, when we're breaking down races, we try to, you know, give everyone who had the lead at some point their due. Well, they're swapping leads every other lap on this thing. So, you know, we had to turn that down a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, Elliot uh, ends up getting the lead with 56 to go. Uh, About 30 laps later, six drivers who haven't won this year are in the top nine. Uh, so that makes things dicing, and they do mention that if Corey LaJoy wins, he would have to finish the season in the top 30 in points to qualify for the playoffs, and currently he's 31st, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, I uh, think with the point down there, the points aren't very – there's there's not a lot of separating down there, so if he happened to have gotten yeah. win, I think he would have been thrusted into the top 30. Uh, but then you just have to keep You'd it have up. to not crash, but – uh, and then 25 to go, Christopher Bell uh, gets loose and brings out the yellow. And this is the funniest part of the race because his rear left tire comes off and he is like, can't control. He's spinning in the pit road. And then they show the replay and the guy is like the tire changer is just like diving to like try to get it. And he can't get it on. And obviously this is Bubba Wallace's crew uh, that was filling in for Christopher Bell's or they like swapped him. Like, how did the, I would like to know how this change went down? Like, first of all, I find it weird how obligated Joe Gibbs Racing is to, to 23XI. I know there's sort of a working together thingy, but there shouldn't be like, hey, your driver's in eighth place, our driver's in like 20 something. Let's give the shitty pit crew to the guy in eighth place. Yeah. Because these guys have been messing up with Bubba. Like, what do you like? What does Christopher Bell say at this point? Like, he's back. frustrating. Yeah, very sad. I was gonna see, have they announced the suspension or anything? I have not seen. Yeah, they haven't announced it yet. Well, um, won't say the names of some of the people that are on Christopher Bell's big crew. <laughs> I didn't put yeah, the we- math together the last time the guy was suspended. But he has the last name Gibbs. Huh. <laughs> uh, so we end up restarting with 19 to go. We got Martin Truex Jr. out front. Chestane's battling hard. 16 to go. It's now Chase Elliott trying to take the lead from Truex. 
Uh, and then with the next lap, we get deja vu all over again as Ross Chastain gets into the left rear quarter panel of Denny Hamlin. We see Brad Keselowski also uh, get whacked. And now you're really thinking Chastain's going to get his ass whooped. Yeah, at some point. Like, how many people are out to get him at this point? <laughs> Four or five? Yeah. Six? I mean, Tyler Reddick won't say he is because he's too nice, but he is. Yeah. Tyler like, Reddick has to be the nicest guy because they still go back to, like, when Ch- uh, Chase Briscoe took him out. Yeah. Um, restart eight to go. Trucks outside. LaJoy inside. LaJoy gets out front, but then we got a caution out. They try to race three wide, and, you know, that gets uh, Dale Jr. all excited. <laughs> He's, he was sounding off more than the siren. Uh, we had Logano, Bell, and Hamlin trying to go three wide where there wasn't room for three cars. So yeah. we, we're going to get close to overtime, but we don't get overtime because they restart with three to go. Yeah, and then uh, Truex gets too wide. He goes backward. LaJoy is out in front of Elliott. And two to go, he Elliott gets in front on the outside with a push from Jones. Uh, one lap to go, Corey LaJoy has a very good run on the outside. Uh, and then he gets blocked by Chase Elliott, which puts him into the block. Quotation out. marks. Come on. It was. No. A yes. Block, a block, your back end gets in front of his front end. He did. What happened here was he wasn't clear to block, and he ran him into the wall. He was going into the wall anyway. No, he wasn't. He was yes, going to he was. I wanted to Corey LaJoy to win because I want all hell to break loose with the playoff scenario. But anyway, the uh, uh, Elliot quote-unquote puts him into the wall, um, brings out the yellow flag, and... Uh, well, in order to block, your tail end has to be in front of the other guy's front end. It, it was, was. It was also a pretty dangerous block for Elliot because it could have been pretty easy for LaJoy to take him out. Well, I think LaJoy should have taken him out it was just really funny because you're like oh man i really hope this small team wins and they like goes to make his move and then he just gets destroyed by the wall because what we've seen this year is being a jerk from the jerk store pays off and Corey lajoy should have been the jerk because they're all like oh it's okay to be the jerk you won you're going for the win yeah see later on i don't want to spoil it you probably didn't watch the truck races because you don't like the trucks no but they race clean. It was the best racing I've seen all year, the last two laps. Uh, I won't say the drivers because that'll spoil it. But they were they were side by side at a road course for two laps without touching each other. Yeah, see, I'd rather I want chaos. So like, anyway, Chase Elliott wins. I mean, I like real racing. Uh, he's like from Dawsonville. And- Is he? Yeah, and they have this place called the Pool Room, and annoying-ass Rutledge Wood was there, and they kept going to him instead of talking about the race. And then, although, so he gets to blow all the siren, siren, and did it start by somebody, like, putting jumper cables on a car battery? I thought they were doing one of those hot dog, uh, baking and cooking a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Dawsonville looks like a, a nice town. And like they the, and they interview Elliot, and he shows no remorse for his bad move. No, he came to win, and that's what he did. No. So everybody gets free bogo wings. Hope you took advantage of that. Oh, wait, uh, did you go there? I was out of town. Did you go to Hooters today? No, I didn't. I went to Torchies instead. Well, why? Did Matt Simon pick where you guys went? Uh, he was there, yeah. 
He does not like women. <laughs> uh, so it's the third one of the year for Chase, 16th of his career. Uh, Ross Chastain finished his second, followed by Austin Sendrick, who comes back after that early setback. Eric Jones, fourth. Ryan Blaney round out the top five. Suarez, Haley, Amarola, Cole Custer, and Harrison Burton round out uh, the top ten. That was a career-high finish for Harrison Burton. Oh, my God. We haven't mentioned uh, Woodbros uh, needs one more win to win 100. Yeah, except for earlier. I, I almost put that it was Haley's um, career best. I forgot he won. <laughs> Talladega. Yeah. Uh, and then you uh, picked Eric Jones as your long shot. He finished fourth. Yeah, that's, you know, I feel like it was a smart move by me. I Byron was doing well until uh, who took him out? We uh, He got taken out. Um, Number 15. Oh, yeah. 15. <laughs> that was a that guy finished second, and then I picked Busher, and he just said bad luck, or else he would have finished <sighs> in the top 10. Although I think we're going to fight each other next Atlanta race to pick Corey LaJoy since that's the only track he's good at. All righty, we got five in with multiple wins. Elliot, Chastain, Logano, Byron, Hamlin. That's five. We got eight others in with one win. Larson, the Bush brothers, Bowman, Sindrick, Reddick, Suarez, Briscoe. That's 13. A little bit of sigh of relief from Brian Blaney. We didn't get a new winner. So he's still the top guy in on points. Trucks and Bell uh, are also the other two in on points. Christopher Bell and his shitty pit crew is 19 <laughs> points ahead of Kevin Harvick. Uh, and 42 points in front of Eric Almarola. I think, what, is there seven races left? Uh, yes. So. Cause this, well, yes, because the next race will be race 20 of 26. There you go. Uh, you want to know something uh, crazy that I was looking up? So, Busher's 23rd in the points. Kozlowski's still 30th. Even if, because Kozlowski got uh, banned 100 points, right? Yeah. So even if he still had his 100 points, Kozlowski would be 23rd. Uh, not a good year. He would be six points clear of Busher. They're the uh, Stuart Haas racing of this year. Yeah. I, was, I just thought that was pretty interesting. Okay. And then we uh, we go to Xfinity. Yeah. Let's talk uh, about where, the uh, Alsco uniforms 250. Where uh, qualifying also rained out. They go to the formula. Ty Gibbs, Josh Berry on row one. Dinger, Brandon Jones, row two. Austin Hillen. Noah Gregson, row three. Austin Hillen? Austin Hill. <laughs> and Noah Gregson. Uh, so it takes a lap and a half, but Josh Berry gets out in front. Uh, then another lap, and a, another lap and a half, and uh, Jesse Awuji gets into the wall to bring out the yellow. Uh, is Emmett Smith flushing money down the toilet? I don't know. Like, I got to go back and count how many laps he's actually completed this year. But I feel like Jesse has not finished a lot of laps. And the best races they've had, someone else has driven the car. So I don't, I don't. It's it's very young. We'll give it some time. He's 39th in points. Next year, was that? He's 39th in points. Yeah. So they restart with the on lap seven. Uh, Dinger's out in front of Barry. USA Network. I don't know if you notice it. They go with a stylish uh, purplish blue for their pylon for every single car. And I was surprised because at first I saw it, I was like, this is going to make it harder for me to tell. But it was actually easier for me to find the driver I was looking for. Huh. Because it was just white numbers on purple. So I yeah. think to do that for the other. 
So anyhow, I digress. Uh, Dingerberry gives pull away from the field. Lap 12, uh, Sheldon Creed gets pinched on the wall by Brandon Jones. He spins out and he brings out the yellow. We get a, a lap 16 uh, start, uh, restart, and Dinger gets a better start, and he gets a push from Gibbs and Austin Hill. Um, we're finding a, the different package here, the Xfinity package, they could get like a group to pull away from the other group, which we weren't seeing in the uh, whatever the hell they call that other car, the next gen. Yeah. So we got a, a fivesome now pulling away from the Peloton, Dinger, Austin Hill, Gregson, Gibbs. Uh, Barry, but then Dinger gets out too far. And what we've seen, if you get too far, the other guys can get momentum. Barry pushes uh, Dinger past Hill. Uh, Austin Hill gets the lead. And uh, then Barry, he doesn't need help from anybody. It's just a battle. Uh, they battle two, uh, two laps before uh, lap traffic allows Barry to take the lead for good at this point. Uh, but then it's pure chaos because we now have five lead lap cars and five lap car traffics in like this amoeba and you lose i lost track of who was where and i thought we were gonna have a big one but gregson comes out and he uh, pushes barry out front josh barry wins the stage uh ty gibbs aj allmendinger brandon brown no gregson in the top five but then gibbs he tumbles seven spots in the pits down the ninth dinger also has trouble he drops five spots to eighth and Barry, he drops all the way out of top 20. Uh, just a rough pit stop for some people there. Yeah. And then uh, lap 47, we restart. Sheldon Creed grabs the lead. But lap 48, Tyler Reddick flies into the lead. The next lap, uh, Dinger has a loose wheel. He gets up into the wall and then limps uh, into the pits. Four la or Three laps later, we have Reddick, Creed, and Austin Hill pulling away. It's RCR and Big Machine, uh, which has a deal with uh, Richard Childress Racing. Yeah, the, so that little Chevy uh, group out front, lap 62, Brandon Brown and, and Brandon Jones, they joined the top three, and they put two seconds between them and Allgaier, five seconds between the rest of the field. Uh, lap 69, a nice move by Creed to get in front of Reddick. Lap 75. Creed looking to put Dinger down two laps, which would uh, ruin his day, um, you would think. Uh, Dinger gets boxed in by, uh, by the RCR cars uh, behind Creed with four to go. He's battling as hard as he can. He thinks he might get some help from Brandon Brown, but he doesn't. Going in the final lap, Austin Hill uses a crossover to get by teammate Sheldon Creed, and the uh, stage ends with uh, Dinger down two laps. Sort of an intense little thing there. Uh, Austin Gillitz, uh, Hill gets his first career st Xfinity stage win. Sheldon Creed, Brandon Brown, Tyler Reddick, and Justin Allgaier are in the top five. And then uh, once we go to the final stage, Reddick wins the race off pit road. Uh, but he won it because he was speeding. And then uh, <laughs> he, won it, he won it by a lot. It's like, <laughs> uh, and then Dinger uh, doesn't pit. He takes the wave around. So he's back to just one lap. Uh, down they restart on lap 87. Riley Herbst gets a uh, pushes Ty Gibbs ahead of Austin Hill, and then on lap 89, Brandon Jones gets loose and he's lucky to not get bludgeoned by Daniel Hemrick. Yeah, nice move by Daniel Hemrick. We haven't heard much about him this year, but uh, he's the defending champion. And mm. should we get some speed here soon? We're hearing, yeah, but yeah, he really saved a uh, big one there because he uh, professional move not to just 
plow into him and start a big one. Uh, but uh, Lab 93, we get the, a restart. Monster on Monster Crime. Uh, Truex, he gives Riley Herbst and the Monster Energy, uh, not Martin, Ryan Truex, gives Herbst a really bad push in the corner. And he gets up to, into the other monster car, Ty Gibbs, and runs Gibbs into the wall. Lots of damage. They don't throw the yellow immediately after they threw it immediately after Brandon Jones got into the wall. Ty Gibbs, no. <laughs> he lives back to this thing. He's going really slow. He loses multiple laps. Uh, we go uh, Truex out front now on the, uh, the restart. Or, uh, as they're still going, they didn't throw the yellow. Gibbs parks it. Just bad luck for Gibbs. It's walkie-talkie time. I thought that it was a bad push, but Herbs says he thought he was clear. So it was just a straight Herbs going up. Uh, he thought he was clear. His spotter said, I didn't, the spotter told me he was clear, but a long time ago, and he waited too long until he was no longer clear. So. You think the spotter thought it was the wrong monster energy truck? He might have. <laughs> then uh so we they're see... confusing they look the same yeah. look more confusing of a Stanley Deegan brought her truck out there <laughs> uh so we see uh Truex out in front lap uh 98 Gibbs parks it uh lap 101 we see Austin Hill gets by Truex and then six laps later Sam Mayer gets Jeffrey Earnhardt into the wall uh and then Earnhardt comes back down and trucks Sam Mayer uh, they bring out the yellow immediately, uh, which, but it was unfortunate because both these guys were running in the top 10. Yeah, we get the lap 116 restart. We got the RCR guys again, Hill ahead of uh, Creed as the uh, inside lane is disorganized. Lap 120, uh, 120, Brandon Brown had been running out uh, in the top 10, top 15 all day, gets into the wall. He makes contact, but no yellow. They shut it down. So his day is done. Sorry, no, let's go, Brandon, today. Um, very sad. Very sad. Lap 144, we got 20 to go. Hill is in front of uh, Josh Berry and Ryan Truex. And then on the uh, last lap, Daniel Hemrick tries to go low. Josh Berry tries to go high. Uh, but neither one of them can get by Austin Hill. He ends up winning. He's also from Georgia. And he's also, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do they have a pool room in Winston? I don't know. I mean, and where was, uh, like, they must not have a siren or some sort of a, we had, we had a, we had a siren in my hometown. Was it just for tornadoes? Yeah. Something like that. Um, Austin Hill wins. Uh, his other win was at a real super speedway and now he has one at a mini super speedway. Oh, Oh, remember that in the future when we're at speedway, super speedway races. Yeah. Um, Josh Berry, Ryan Trucks, Tyler Reddick, and Daniel Hemrick rounded up the top five. Noah Gregson, Justin Allgaier, Landon Castle, Riley Herbst, and AJ Allmendinger in the top 10. Hill won the race. He was not able to talk to his radio crew. Uh, I believe they were able to talk to him. He could not talk back. So he had to use hand signals, like he would tap here if he needed it looser, and he would tap up top if he needed it tighter. <laughs> So that, that made it impressive. One thing I didn't mention, Ty Gibbs post uh, care uh, interview, much more mature in the past. I think really? in the past he would have just straight ripped Riley Herbst and 
pouted. He was like, you know, we're just going to look forward, blah, blah, blah. So I don't yeah. know if people have been talking to him, and I don't know how long it'll last, but it was a breath of fresh air. Maybe he's uh, getting ready to move up the cup. Well, you know, yeah. if Kurt Busch can't sign that deal with Eminem. Yeah. Or Kyle, Kyle Busch, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's still a lot of time left. Nine weeks. Uh, nine weeks in the regular season. Dinger has the regular season lead. He's got that up to 29 points. He's ahead of Ty Gibbs, and he's 30 points in front of Justin Allgaier. Uh, Gibbs has four wins at 23 playoff points. Almondinger, Allgaier, Barry Gregson, and Hill all have two wins and double-digit playoff points. Uh, Brandon Jones is the seventh racer into the playoffs on win. The other ones that would be in now. If the season ended, are Sam Mayer, Riley Herbst, Daniel Hemrick, Ryan Sieg, and Landon Castle. Yep, Castle has a huge 80-point lead over the first driver out, Anthony Alfredo. Sheldon Creed, 95 back. Brandon Brown, 100 back. Once again, nine races left, so it's not insurmountable, but it's still a wide gulf. Um, sure. to cover. And I think we've reached the point in Xfinity. I no longer have to say Austin Hill. I could say hill and we won't get confused with timmy hill mm, that's true i like saying austin hill though yeah okay we'll stick with austin hill a couple more weeks if uh he, tr- trucks if he wins the championship we have to start or if he makes the top eight we stop yeah he's got to earn it you know yeah you gotta earn the res- or yeah you earn your respect uh on the trucks we had the o'reilly auto parts 150 at mid-ohio uh yeah, the deluge. 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 Not really heavy rain. There was a lot of rain, moisture. Qualifying and practice was a debacle. Chandler Smith, he spun out three times on his qualifying rollout. Anyhow, Corey Heim, uh, not to be confused with Corey Heim and the duo Corey and Corey from 80s movies such as The Lost Boys and License to Drive. Uh, he wins the poll. He's over a half second quicker than Parker Kligerman. Row two is Carson Hosevar, John Hunter Nemechek. Row three is Matt Kraft and Matty D. Of note, Trackhouse co-owner Justin Marks qualifies eight. Mm. And then uh, Derek Krause, Austin Wayne Self, and Chris Wright to uh, have to go to the rear for unapproved adjustments. Huge penalty at this track as it's hard to pass uh, 35 trucks in 67 laps. Yeah, stage one. Uh Corey Heim gets in front of Parker Kligerman on the start. Those two battle over the first two laps as they pull away from third place, John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, Klingerman, uh, Kligerman, there's no end there. It'd be easier if they put an end there. Uh, he passes Heim on lap four. He's looking really strong. <laughs> lap eight, Lawless Allen goes a little off-roading. He gets out of the trap, uh, but at the same time, Mason Philippi, Flippy is off the track. Caution comes out. Philippi stalled, stalled out, quotation marks. But then as soon as the uh, yellow came out, his truck magically restarted and he takes off. That was dubious. Uh, lap 11 restart. Kligerman gets out in front of Heim very easily. And then Philippi starts out, uh, stalls out again. And then uh, lap 13, Matty D. Well, well this time they didn't fall for it. Uh, no flag they're like we we fell for the rope and dope once we're not falling for it twice uh so matty d was running fourth he gets out of full speed he has to shut uh shut off the truck and then fire it back up he drops out of the top 30 uh which sucks for a guy who needs to get a win yeah 
Um, lap 16, Kligerman has his lead out to 2.0 seconds. Frustrating as shit, FS1 apparently brought their B team as far as the timing and pylon. Like, everything was delayed. You would see a guy pass someone, and then, like, five, ten seconds later, he'd finally pass them on the pylon. Yeah. Really confusing. Uh, and then lap 17, Ben Rhodes says he's losing power. He drops back uh, to 15th place from 10th. And then the same lap, Trey Burke, the third, is stalled out. I thought that Trey stood for three, so that's weird. Yeah, it's like Trey Burke, the third junior. <laughs> uh, modified pits, so nobody shorts pits. Uh, they restart with one to go. Klingerman out front easily. He ends up winning the stage, followed by Zane Smith, John Hunter Nemechek, Corey Heim, and Grant Enfinger, friend of the program. Christian Eckes in sixth, Ankrum in seventh, host of art, Justin Marks, and Stuart Friesen round out the top ten. Yeah, as we mentioned, modified pits, that's great for uh, Kligerman and his part-time team. Uh, so he'll start out uh, on the front row, despite whatever happens. He gets out ahead of Zane Smith easily. It looks like they're the class of the field. Ben Rhodes has to pit six laps into the stage. He has motor issues. I picked him. <laughs> he won't win. And you're not going to believe this. I still have the same document open. If I hit undo yeah. 69,420 times, I actually had the race winner picked. <laughs> but I changed my mind just because that guy hadn't won since 2017. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, midway through the stage, Zane Smith uh, looking like the truck that can challenge Kligerman. Uh, seven to go in the stage. Nemechek has big smoke. He has to pit. Uh, he goes to the garage. He lost third gear. So you now have two of your major guys. Did you pick Nemechek? Yeah, I sure did. Our day is done. We're yeah. in the garage at this point. Uh, heading into the final lap, Smith sets up Kligerman for the pass. He'd been uh, just chasing him, watching him, setting him up. He sets him up for the final lap and uh, passes him uh, after they battled going in the, uh, for seven turns. Great clean racing without contact. Something you won't see from Ross Chastain or Chase. <laughs> uh, so Zane Smith wins. Klingerman in second. Corey Heim, Christian Eckes, and Carson Hosevar in fifth. Grand Infinger sixth. Stuart Friesen, Tyler Ankrum, Kaz Grala. And time Jeski round out the top 10 as in the final stage, Zane Smith, uh, temporarily ahead of Klingerman, but Klingerman get, drives in on the third turn to get the lead. Uh, he's got nothing to lose. He's racing for the win. Uh, of, uh, of note. Yeah. Uh, Hyman third. Hosevar up to fourth. And uh, one thing they mentioned, I know we mentioned in the preview, we thought they could be a dubious rookie of the year winner. But they've confirmed I'm in the car the rest of the year. So you might as well just give him the trophy. Sorry, Sal and Dean Thompson. Uh, let's see. 18 to go. Tyler Ankrum has to pit. Uh, he was the top 10 in the standings. His opportunity to point himself into the playoff is closing. Uh, Justin Marks. No brakes. <laughs> As uh, Tyler Ankrum's pitting, he goes into the uh, China Beach, brings out the yellow. Uh, and then uh, 14 to go. Here's the B team from FS1. They missed the restart during commercial break. Yeah, I'll never ever buy new Gen X, so I don't know why they need to show me the commercial 12 times a race, but it is what it is. Is that wiener powder? <laughs> I think so. 
<laughs> I mean, Frank Thomas uses it, or is that a different thing? No, that's Frank Thomas and uh, his yeah, guy. Doug, Doug Flutie. Yeah. Yeah. So Klingerman's out front again. We missed that on the restart. 13 to go. They tried to go three wide in full speed racing, which never works going into turn one. Uh, Bama buggies uh, chase Purdy, Austin uh, Wayne Self, the uh, serial killer, and Colby Howard. Uh, they all get together and they collect Jack Wood. That brings out the yellow. Yeah, so they restart with eight to go. Great start by Zane Smith. Carson Hosevar gets briefly in front of uh, Klingerman, but he gets too wide. Uh, so it's getting pretty hairy with uh, Zane Smith, Corey Heim, Parker Klingerman, and Carson Hosevar flip-flopping between first and fourth. Uh, Grant Enfinger moves up to sixth. Yeah. Um, seven to go. Corey Heim, who complained about his engine showing off early in the race, has something break. And then guess what? His engine showed off. <laughs> he stopped on the track. Yellow comes out. Um, bad, uh, bad, like bad outcome. We have three trucks now out. You could even throw Maddie D into the mix. Four trucks that showed they could do something, but they're all out of the race at this point. Uh, restart three to go. Zane Smith out front. Kligerman holding off Stuart Friesen and gets inside on Zane Smith. Kligerman gets the lead in turn seven. Yeah, and then they, when they're crossing the finish line with two to go, Zane Smith gets his nose in front, but uh, Klingerman goes farther into the keyhole. Last lap, Zane Smith uh, hounding. He gets uh, nose within strike being distance of the bumper, but clean, uh, great racing. So Klingerman holds Zane Smith off for the win. It's his first win of the season, third truck win of his career. And then he wins $50,000 from the Triple Truck Challenge. And he honestly sounded surprised when they told him. Yeah. Like a lot of times I think the drivers know about it. He seemed honestly shocked that he won the 50,000 good for him. And like I said, I originally had him picked because he had been running. This is his fifth top 10 in eight races that he's run this year. It's not bad. So, uh, and how does he not have a full-time ride? They said he tried to get one and he didn't get one this year. I thought maybe he didn't want to run full-time because yeah. he does some TV like pit row stuff. So I thought maybe he likes doing that, but they said he tried really hard to get a ride and didn't get one. Yeah. He should get one for next year, though. Yeah, the others in the top six are some names you've heard of before. Uh, Zane Smith uh, in second, followed by Carson Hosevar, Stuart Friesen, Christian Eckes, Chandler Smith. Then you get Cosgrall in seventh, Derek Krause in eighth, Colby Howard in ninth, and Haley Deegan, much-needed top ten place. Uh, congratulations to Luke Hillen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other notables Colby Howard finishes 11th that's his best career finish in 13 truck races but Bama Buggies Chase Purdy finishes 13th Mid-Ohio they put on another great show really unconscionable that Xfinity doesn't run here why is that I just the races they've had there have been awesome and it makes more sense than going out to Portland with the smelly hippies out there in Oregon. And <laughs> I, uh, like, if you really want to expand your footprint, like get more fans in Portland, are you going to do it by sending Xfinity or by sending your real cup series out there? I think you're going to get help with both. Well, I think the series, the cup series can afford to go out there. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember when they went out to Portland, like the only people to make money were the cars that finished first and second. Everyone else lost money going out to Portland. Yeah. 
So they could go here instead, save a lot of money. Great racing. Yeah. So Zane Smith collected 54 points and one playoff point to extend his lead. He leads Nemechek and Chandler Smith in the regular season by 58 points. Tried to do the math since there's only one race left. I think unless Chandler Smith or John Hunter Nemechek, A, finishes first, and Zane Smith finishes dead last, I think he won the regular season points thing, which means he gets 15 playoff points. Yeah. Uh, he currently has 22 playoff points, so starting to, with 37 would be huge. Along with Nemechek and Chandler Smith, the pair of uh, Stuart Friesen and Ben Reed, uh, Rhodes also have wins and are in. So that gives us five guys that leaves five open spots, but three of them were filled. Officially yeah. punching their ticket. Yeah, Ty Majeski, Christian Eckes, and Carson Hosevar all locked themselves in to the playoffs this weekend. And then the last two uh, above the cutoff heading into the last regular season race is our friend Grant Enfinger at plus 47 and Matt Crafton uh, plus 21. Derek Krause is the first one on the uh, bad side of the cutoff. Uh, and then Tyler Ankrum, 46 points back. Anyone else would need a win to get in. Yeah, and at the end of the race, FS1 had Crafton leading Derek Cross by 19 points. I went with Jay Ski in the 21 points, seeing as FS1 had their C team out there doing the uh, mid-Ohio race. Well, let's see. Who's right? Are you sure it's not the penalty or uh, playoff points? What they're looking at? I went yeah, it's Kraus 19. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's what Jayski has. He didn't have it earlier. Yeah. Maybe there's some point deductions or something. But anyway, that will do it for our Mid-Ohio and Atlanta recap. We'll be back uh, later this week as we head to New Hampshire. We got uh, Xfinity and Cup Series up there this weekend. Us, we'll be back to preview that. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde. He built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me